Hello and welcome to Destination Passport, the only podcast about travel. I'm Keith Bird. I'm Damon Product, and together we are Bird Product Travel Agency. And again, we've told you this before, but don't look it up. The the thing about us being the only podcast don't about travel. Don't look that up. You're only going to be disappointed, you're, even though it's true. Even though it's true, you're going to find out how true it is, and you're going to be sad about it. That's what we're we're trying to stop. Yeah, because you know. Uh, there are people who are like, I love that movie, but the ending sucked. Yeah. Um, well, you're just not watching the movie correctly, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. So when you find out the big twist at the end and there's mm-hmm. a bad twist, it's like, no, it's a, uh, you're just wrong for yeah. placing so much emphasis on the end result. Yeah. Know? It's about the process. It's, it's about, about the, the journey. Process. It's about mm-hmm. the destination. Whoa. Passport. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening in for another week of Destination Passport. Um, I, I guess I should refer to you as the Worthy Dum Dums now. Yes, as that our is fans the fans have been dubbed. That is the name that is catching on like <laughs> wildfire. The Destination Passport <laughs> fandom, the Worthy Dum Dums. I turned on Fox News the other night, and uh, Worthy Dum Dums was all over it. Yeah, Tucker Carlson was like, <laughs> "Our Worthy Dum Dums weakening the resolve of American culture." <laughs> And they didn't mention Destination Passport, but I figured yeah. it was related to us and our Probably, fans. probably, yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you can get a shout-out from old Tuck... Ooh, that's not how you know you made it. That'll do wonders for your career, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, we always like to check in with our previous client slash guests. And, of course, that was uh, our now friend, Dale Mommy Daddy. Yeah. uh, Who is in the Himalayan Mountains having the time Time of his his life. life. Uh, It is a bit of another good news, bad news situation, though. Mm. Of course, the bad Mm -hmm. news is that the um, double spruce goose that we personally built did technically, so to speak, in not so many words, crash. Yeah, that's yeah. what the crash site investigators called it. Yeah, they, they, said, yeah. they said technically this burned and crashed. Yeah, we were like, well, it might not be a crash. You're like, we are literally <laughs> crash scene investigators. We would not be here if this was not a crash. I don't know what's so hard for you to understand. Okay, but not every professional bats 100. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? Nobody's uh, yeah. perfect. Baseball corner. Baseball corner, uh, open and closed. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, right? I know mm-hmm. some baseball players, for instance, open open it back up, yep. who don't <laughs> hit a home run every time. Yeah. I, close I, it. Okay, can I open it up real quick? Yeah, let's open baseball corner really briefly. Almost no baseball players hit a home run every time. So, <laughs> and we're closing and we're close. So these crash site investigators, we had a little bit of an argument back and forth as to whether it was a crash or whether Dale, Mommy, Daddy just landed it and then decided to destroy... Uh, the Spruce Goose uh, V2? Is that what we ended up calling it? Just Spruce Goose V2? Yeah, it, we, we kind of pitched around a bunch of different names. <laughs> but ultimately, we went with the simplest. Yeah, Spruce Goose V2 just felt clean. Mm-hmm. Um, because I pitched the Spruce Goose V2. V2. <laughs> and then um, Justin Timberlake in character, Sean Parker, was like, drop the the. Uh, <laughs> it's cleaner, and so we did that. But, um, yeah, and really I think what saved uh, Dale is the fact that we were able, we, we were going to not have a pilot, mm-hmm. uh, but then we were able to s- just barely squeeze in, because Dale was taking all of this plane except yep. for the very tip of the cockpit. We were able to squeeze in Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger, and he was able mm-hmm. to save the plane crash from being deadly. Deadly, yeah. So he was able to get out, Dale. Uh, for uh, Dale. He died. Sully he died. died. Oh, so National Hero, our, you know, and we'll, yep. we'll take the blame for that, but National Hero, Ch- Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger, is canonically dead. Look at Wikipedia. If it's not up to date, please update please it for update us. Please update it. He crashed in the Himalayas with an 8'7 professional uh, skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, skateboarder skated out of there unscathed. Yeah, unscathed. Unskated. 
Yeah. Uh, and now he he's already um, in love with a Yeti. Yeah, quickly. Fell in love with a Yeti. <laughs> Which we all knew was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that was his goal going into it. So yeah. we are happy for him, and he's having the time of his life, which we anticipated, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, it's 12 for 12 now on the podcast, <laughs> and uh, 100% outside the podcast, because not uh, you know we, we book vacations. This podcast is just about showing behind the scenes. Yeah, know? it really is. This is behind the scenes in our job. And, and speaking of behind the scenes, we've had a few of our uh, listeners who, I don't want to say they're upset with us, but last week we opened a mailbag, mm-hmm. um, and we were reading some mail that mm-hmm. basically we had requested that if you agreed with us to send in some mail with a handwritten note that just says, I agree, yeah. nothing else on it. And we read some of those last week. Yeah, we, we read three not, of the best. Yeah, We did not get to all of them. No. We picked three of the best ones. <laughs> and so some of the, the listeners were angry that we didn't read theirs. Now, again, how they knew it wasn't theirs, we're not sure. Yeah. Um, but we decided to open up the mailbag segment again just to read a couple more so that we can make a few more of our yeah. fans happy. Yeah. So okay. we're going to open it up right here, and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and... Yep. Do you want to read this one? Sure. Or? Okay. It says, I agree. Okay, as expected. <laughs> and the next one, I agree. Great. And we're closing yeah, that Yeah, closing up. the ma- mailbag. So two more. I know that there are still... <laughs> Still hundreds of worthy dum-dums out there who are fuming right now, knowing Mm -hmm. that theirs was not read. Um, Again, no idea how you're able to tell the difference because they all say the same thing. None of them have a name or return address or anything. And they all have the same sick, twisted handwriting. Honestly, they all look like they were written by the same psychotic guy. Yeah, it almost seems like somebody just wrote all these and put them in here to make it seem like everybody sent them in. That's what it seems like. My theory right now is that Robert Durst from The Jinx is is doing all of these. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's just a working theory that we have going. But that closes up the mailbag segment, so I hope that pleases all of our fans out there. (laughs) Or at least Robert Durst. Or at least Robert Durst at a minimum. I'm a mega fan. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, Damon, we mm. weren't really able to get much of your personal life last week because there was so much going on with the mailbag and with mine. So <laughs> what, what's going on? What's your big update? Yeah, we, ta- we teased a little bit of a, a, a Little Squirt big update and just to kind of catch everybody up. Basically, Little Squirt was, I thought he was my son, and mm-hmm. then it turned out he was a 40-year-old man trying to scam me out of money. Yeah, so, well, trying to and successfully did. Oh, successfully, yeah. Very yeah, successful. Yeah. Well, you got to try before you succeed, so I was, I was going to say both of those. Yeah, so he <laughs> tried, and then he succeeded to scam me out of money. Yeah, you really emphasize the try part, though. Mm-hmm. You, you try to... <laughs> Try to kind of yeah, it does make slip it in the, the fact that he succeeded. <laughs> it does make it seem like if I just say try, but he didn't <laughs> succeed. And that would be the implication. Maybe that's yeah. a little bit of semantic wordplay on my part. But, yeah, well, uh, no one way, likes to get scammed. Yeah, no one likes to get scammed. So I'm happy to say that that scam is over with, right? Mm-hmm. So I do have a that scam is over with. <laughs> I have a little little squirt big scam big update. Okay, for you all, and that is that this guy little squirt. We're becoming closer. We're becoming friends. Oh, like we've wow. moved on past that, right? His name's Trevor. Okay. Uh, and so we're actually becoming really close friends. You know what's interesting though? Outside of the scam, he's actually a, um, a tax attorney. Oh, great. So he's now he's helping me with my taxes. Um, That's we're becoming terrific. really close. He's just kind of. Uh, I have so many documents and just yeah. papers and files that I don't want to read through. And he said, "Hey, buddy, I'll." I'll take that off your back. That's great. There's no one I would trust with my taxes more than a guy who recently scammed me out of a lot of money. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing, right? Is there's going to be transparency there, and he promised yeah, me that. So that's good. <laughs> so he's going to go through all those for me, and then I'm going to be able to check his work yeah. on on filing my taxes for me. Yeah. Um, and I know everything's more complicated for you now that you've invested in Sandra Tardisas' new company, Not a Graveyard Incorporated. Exactly. And so that's made my taxes just undoable for me. I, I just look at them and my head spins. Yeah. So he's taking a huge weight off my shoulders. So I took him to Applebee's as a big thank you. Um, <laughs> that's a huge I, thank you. And I bought him dinner, even though wow. he had scanned me out of almost all of my money. What yeah. little money I had left, I decided to buy him a steak dinner. You know, an uncharitable interpretation of that dinner would be that it's a continuation of the scam. <laughs> but I choose to interpret it as you are becoming close friends slash, uh, you know, he's your tax attorney now. Thank you, because that's how I view it as well, and that's how he views it. Yeah. So if any of us viewed it any other way, then maybe it'd be a scam, but we don't view it like that, so mm. it's not a scam. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about perception. Exactly. Yeah. Perception is reality. So that's kind of my that's kind of my update on, wow. on Little Squirt. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to decide if I want to keep calling him Little Squirt, because yeah. A, he's not little at all. Yeah, he's, he's like... Significantly s- larger than you me. Say he's like 6'7", 6'8". Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big guy. I would call him Big Trev. That's big what tread. I would go with. Yeah. Little squirt if he's big okay tread. with it, you know, I don't know. Sometimes if you're really, really tall, you're like, I don't want to be called big, tall, anything. Mm. It's like, it's sort of, I'm tired of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, well, we're becoming pretty close, so I'll just ask him. I'll just text him really quick, actually. Okay. Hang on real Great. Quick. Oh, and then he just, uh, looks like he immediately yeah. texted back a Venmo request? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just kind of does that. Like, it's, so some of the times with our communications, like, he, he has a different network uh-huh. than I do. I'm on AT&T. And so he <laughs> okay. mentioned how for our messages to send to each other, I have to kind of Venmo him for the transfer that he has to pay for between networks. Huh. Okay. I've never heard of that, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard him. of it either. Yeah. But it makes sense when you think about it. Uh, no, it doesn't. But. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, maybe if this were like 1998, I would maybe believe that. But I think, uh, yeah, roaming doesn't even exist anymore. I think that kind of stuff is. Uh, I don't know what any of these terms Well, you know mean. what? I'm not, again, that's an uncharitable interpretation. I'm going to very charitably interpret Thank your relationship you. as positive and Thank not you. in any way toxic or scamming you. I appreciate that. So yeah. Keith, what about you? Any updates on your, uh, I guess, Broadway? Yeah, just play? a quick update, I guess. So Nicholas Sparks, not the famous Nicholas Sparks, of course, but the Nicholas Sparks, who's formerly of the Colorado Sewage Department. Uh, I commissioned not, him. Not yet famous. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, but he's right, he's on the right track okay. uh, as far as fame goes, uh, unfortunately for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I initially commissioned him to kind of tell the story of my whirlwind romance with Ophelia in Omaha, uh, who has uh, officially completely cut me off and I think maybe changed her identity and uh, all of her contact information. She could have died. We don't know. She could have, yeah. There, I mean, she definitely has not left a trace <laughs> um, of her existence. But uh, so initially he was going to write this like notebook-esque romance uh, book and then adapt it into a screenplay. Mm-hmm. He kind of you know moved in, took over my apartment, has mm-hmm. this big church organ computer that he writes on and uh, makes me cook steaks for him. That's his brain food. We all know this. But um, (laughs) yeah, he very recently pivoted to a completely different project, uh, sort of a take on Odd Couple called uh, The Normal Guy and The Odd Guy, Mm -hmm. uh, where I'm the odd guy, he's the normal guy. 
and he got a lot of attention from Broadway producers, and it looks like <gasps> it is, in fact, going to Broadway. Oh, I'm so um, excited. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. well, I have mixed feelings, uh, I certainly. understand, and I'm sorry if you're not psyched about it, but I can't wait to see you or a representation of you on a stage in I Broadway. I mean, they already have some big stars attached to, uh, to be in this thing, and, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a little bummed. Um, I just remembered that we, want, we, we, both of us, wanted Matt Damon to play you in the movie, so who? Well, yeah, so I don't, I, I'm not going to be played by someone with the uh, incredible, just oozing sexuality uh, the way that Matt Damon does. Unfortunately, uh, so uh, Nicholas Sparks' character is going to be played by the reigning sexiest man in the world, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. Uh, of course he gets that, and I got stuck with Bradley Cooper. Yuck. Yeah. Because he's he's going to be doing what he did in his Broadway run of The Elephant Man, where he just kind of messes his face up to look like, oh. you know, that's what he that's what he did on Broadway when he was playing The Elephant Man. He just kind of like just, twisted his face. I'm just taking face. your word for it. Yeah, some call and, me gullible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And he he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. He said this to Playbill because I received my issue of Playbill in the mail, and that's mm -hmm. how I found out about this thing. And I was like, Nicholas, well, you didn't tell me about this. this he didn't even tell you. Front page news. Wow. Front page um, of the playbill that of they the sent you, yeah, <laughs> which is all it is. I'll bet it's front page and all the other pages then. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. Bradley Cooper said this is going to be twice as challenging as the Elephant Man because the guy I'm playing is twice as hideous, <laughs> twice as disfigured, I'm need and twice as many makeup artists. Yeah, yeah. Well, he but he didn't do makeup. You're being serious. I'm right being now. dead serious. <laughs> he did no makeup on his Broadway run of the Elephant Man. He just goes like, "I'm the Elephant Man. See, I'm ugly." And if and if you could see Keith's face right yeah. now, oh, you would know how ugly it gets. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But the thing is, as we talked about last week, mm -hmm. I need this to be a very long run because yeah. at the very end of the play, he's gonna kill you. Nicholas Sparks announces, kills my character, and then announces to the audience, "This will happen in real life." So, really, life. what we're getting at, everybody listening right now, go see this play. It go needs see, to be a hit. Yeah, go see as the much as it's gonna hurt guy. you yeah. to see people uh, see you portrayed like see that. People think that it's I gonna look keep like, you alive. People think that I look like Bradley Cooper. Yuck. Ugh. Yuck. Well, what, what is he? A former a sexiest man alive? <laughs> Yeah, if that. <laughs> and probably, but maybe. But I yeah, don't keep I'm, track of those. That sounds right. That sounds very right. But I think as he was so good in Elephant Man at looking like the Elephant Man, I think uh, that just undid any sexiness yeah. he ever accumulated to oh. that point. Yeah. Well, man, that's a great update. Thanks again, and no, best of yeah. luck. Everybody, go see the play. Please go see it. <laughs> it's basically a charitable event at that point because, speaking of charity, <laughs> yeah. it will keep you alive. Yeah, Keith. honestly, they've been talking, he, Nicholas Sparks has been talking to the Broadway producers about having me on stage, like, in an electric chair. Whoa. <laughs> and just ready at any moment. Ready at any moment. For a when? real electric chair to, that they can throw the switch. So, if, yeah. so when does that happen? That happens when nobody shows up for one of them? Yeah, I think if, if, if they don't sell out, like... Oh my God, they have to sell out. They have to sell every single show or else they will flip the switch on me. That's only if I agree to it, which honestly I'm pretty weak-willed, so I probably will. <laughs> yeah. But that's my update. And we have another great guest slash yes. client, hopefully a future friend. Yeah, we got a great guest to get to. Um, so we're going to take a quick little break. I've got a few text messages and a few, a few, a few Venmos <laughs> yeah. uh, to go through here, just to make sure the text messages go through yeah, yeah, with my yeah, uh, buddy real, Big Trev. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I did pay it, and he did respond. He said, I'm cool with Big oh. Trev. Okay, great. <laughs> so, good. And good. it was only That's 15 a... bucks for that message. <laughs> That's, wow. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to send a few more of these off, take a quick little break here, and then we're mm -hmm. going to be back with our client slash guest slash friend, friend of the week on this episode of Destination, Destination Passport. Passport. 
welcome back to Destination Passport. And uh, wow, we're so excited as we always are. Golly, I think I might be more excited than I've ever been. Whoa! I don't know what it is. I'm just feeling a good aura. About I think this I guest. know what it is. Lucky episode number thirteen. Oh, that is our lucky number. Yeah, it's always been our lucky number. And I think there's roughly thirteen days till Christmas. Don't check. Yeah, thirteen sounds right. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, don't check. Yeah, I think it's next week, and I think a week is about thirteen days. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was taught in school. Yep. Mm, yes. And so, uh, very excited. Let's just get to our guests. Let's, Let's get bring right to them it. on. Yeah. Please give a big DP destination passport. <laughs> Welcome to Jeannie McQueen. Hello, hello. Um, so glad to be here. Good. We're glad Happy to, have to have you, Jeannie. Yeah. Always love to meet a new client. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I uh, love talking about myself, and so I'm uh, excited that you're interested in me and, and what I do. And absolutely, you you gentlemen seem to be uh, really passionate about what you do here, and yeah. so I really respect that. Wow. Yeah. Mutual respect. That's always a good place to start from for just about anything. Yeah. yeah it seems like it's going to be a good fit um, yeah. if you're happy to be here and we're happy to be yeah, here. We're, we're always happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah. I'm always happy. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> so what are you? Who are oh you? <laughs> what are you about? Yeah. yeah. What's your deal? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I have so many deals. I'm so glad you asked. Um, well, I am I, I, not famous, uh, but pretty well known um, in the arts, specifically in uh gingerbread house design. Wow, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a trained gingerbread house architect. Whoa. Wow. I did, this is one of those things I didn't even know the category existed. Yeah. And to hear that we have one of, if not the best, in that category? I may be the only one. I'm, I'm, I haven't found another one of me yet, and so this, this might be it, what you're looking at right okay. here. Okay, wow. so when you said that you were, I think, verified as an architect, what yeah. was that verification process? Well, uh, let me tell you something, mm -hmm. Damon, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it, 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 architecture, when you're working with the materials of gingerbread, is very different than architecture with uh, large buildings that people actually walk in. Really? Mm. Yes. Yeah, huh. uh, in, huh. in, in typical architecture, there's a lot of math involved, <laughs> lots of tools, yeah. lots of diagrams. Uh -huh. But I mean, when I was trained in gingerbread architecture, I mean, it's all intuition. It's oh. a lot of feeling things out, you Ooh. know. A lot more art than math. Yeah, sure. It sounds like. A lot more. And, yeah. and it's very spiritual, too. It's, it's more of a Ooh. spiritual experience. Uh, than anything else, really. Interesting. Wow, yeah. that's kind of how we view travel. Yeah. Because travel is God, and God is travel, and we are therefore God, extensions of God. That's We're right. gods ourselves. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense with architecture. Like, yeah. you can't really freestyle and, uh, you know, improvise the way that you can in, no. in jazz, you know. Yeah. You know, if you do that, your bridge, it might be a beautiful bridge. Yes, yeah, stable, stable, structurally sound, but is it beautiful? We don't know. Yeah. We yeah, know. so where do your, your pieces of work end up, right? Do you have clients sure. that hire you for this? Yes. Are there competitions? Sure, yes. Every every once in a while, I'll, I'll respond to a call for, a, you know, larger public art pieces, mm -hmm. uh, larger gingerbread houses. Um, most of my clients are lone, lonely, uh, older people who mm -hmm. uh, want something to brighten up their lives. And uh, 
gingerbread often does the trick. Uh, so they are incapable, maybe perhaps physically, sure. of making it at that age, and they just want to hire somebody to make them a gingerbread house. Is yeah, that right? Sure. And it's a thrilling process to see me in action, you know? It really, <laughs> like, really uh, brings some ex- excitement into their household. That Sounds they, like you make it into, like, a performance. Uh, it is. It is. It's spiritual. It's <laughs> performance art. It's it's all of the Yeah. Above. You know what? I recognize you now. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think I saw you. I was watching NBA League Pass. Oh, right. And you were the halftime performer <gasps> for a Charlotte Hornets at Indiana Pacers game. I was. I'm so, uh, wow, baffled uh, and excited that you recognized me from that. Yeah, it was my first time dabbling in the world of sports, but... Um, <laughs> I really found that it was a great stage for what I, I, I bring to the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that now. You sent me the clip. Uh, yeah. my, my big question when I saw that was, do you have any regrets about not getting a camera uh, for a close-up on the gingerbread house? Because it seemed like everybody in the audience was just really confused as to what was going on <laughs> at all because yeah. they just saw you bent over a table and kind of working with things. Sure. Yeah, that was a small one, too. It was a very small creation. Yeah. Uh, no, for, I, yeah. They just never pushed in and put you up on the <laughs> Jumbotron. They just had the wide shot the entire performance. Yeah. I still loved it. Yeah. Well, I, that that means yes. The, that makes me happy to hear. You know, it's it's a little bit like magic too. Like you mm-hmm. don't. Part of the experience is, is there's some mystery and you don't see all the little nitty gritty details. Oh. Although every once in a while, occasionally. I will bring a guest up from the audience to get a close look, and that is very thrilling. <laughs> and then they kind of relay that to the audience, be like, "Guys, you should come up and see this. Yeah. This is good." They can they can spread they can tell people about it. Sometimes they keep it to themselves as a little gem for their their minds only. I think I read later that you you uh, you wouldn't leave the court because you said it was still part of your process. They said we have to get back to the game, but you said I'm <laughs> yeah. only halfway done. I yeah. said keep. Playing. I said, keep playing around me. I, I'll feed off your energy, and yeah. I'm certain you'll feed off of mine. Yeah, so in the third um, quarter, you were still putting the finishing touches on that gingerbread yeah. house. LaMelo Ball had one of the best passes of the night. And I don't want to take credit. I don't want to take credit for that, but, I mean, I think we'd all be lying if we didn't. Oh, yeah. We, we all knew. I think you were, you were a cru- crucial part of the Hornets team. Yeah, uh, on that you really day. helped. You said a lot of picks at midcourt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was smart that they were the only one utilizing you as a pick. Yeah. Who were they playing again? The Pacers? The Pacers, yeah. The Pacers, Pacers were just like, trying to run around you. Yeah, yeah I think you I were in their head, and the Hornets were like, this is just another, you know. Right, they used Another it. gumdrop on our roof. Oh, oh, that was beautiful. Thank, thank you, thank you, you yeah. for that. <laughs> um, no, that was a great experience. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So what did you end up doing with that piece at, at the conclusion uh, well, I burned it. <laughs> oh, is that what you do with all of your pieces? Well, it depends on the application, but when it's a piece of performance art, as oh. it was during that game, I burn it. Mm. Uh, sometimes I'll invite one person to come and watch me uh, <laughs> during that ritual. Oftentimes not. And you invited LaMelo Ball, the star I, point guard of the Charlotte Hornets. I, I did to- invite that man, yes. <laughs> I totally that forgot that that game is still, it was postponed because it, the stadium uh, caught fire. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. some, you know, I can control the walls, I can control the gumdrops, and the gym. I mm. can't control the flames. Yeah. yeah. And yes, it's spiritual. If the flames get out of control, it's 
somebody did something wrong. It ain't <laughs> yeah. necessarily me. So I have a question. You've mentioned that it's spiritual several times. Sure. Do you mind diving into what that means to you? Like, is this is this a, a form of religion for you? Do you see God when you're doing this? Yeah, I do. Um, as with most art, there's a lot of divine intervention at play. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I can't just I can't just have a client tell me, you know, build me a sleigh out of I go. I can't just do that on command. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to go sit in a corner all alone for a long time and 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 uh, connect to this the this spiritual uh, gingerbread beings that uh, <laughs> I feel channeling through my body and through mm-hmm. my fingers and into the work I'm creating. Um, but yeah, I, I'll go. Uh, on long walks sometimes i i yeah. go off the grid for many many days wow um to connect with uh, yeah yeah the higher power the higher power and you know i don't like to put a tight container on them they're mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, enjoy the holidays uh, <laughs> yeah. they obviously yeah. are a, a joyous uh, a bunch of deities um but they, they're very mysterious, and I just do their bidding. I don't mm-hmm. ask too many questions. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow, that's, I mean, and that must really f- let the spirit flow through you when you're putting on these shows. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have to have bigger, uh, I have to uh, do some bigger rituals to get ready for, uh, mm. for those uh, bigger performances. Mm. Now, is it true that you try to convert people to your, your gingerbread religion after the performances? I think I read that. So, listen, I've had many people come to me and say, oh, Jeannie, 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 please <laughs> teach me your ways. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a reason why I'm the only one, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's not easy. And so I try to discourage people as much as possible. I don't go out trying to recruit them, trying to get them to follow me, but they always come. Mm. I have five people on my front porch uh, every week just, uh, you know, knocking and, and trying to learn. Yeah. And, every week. So, so does, yeah. And you're not really so you're not really trying to convert people you're trying to anti-vert them yeah i'm yeah, trying, you're trying to, get to get them away from your because you got too many people trying <laughs> yeah as it. the catholic church has yeah. seen and and home you yeah. know this is from a previous episode but the holy yeah. order of mostly everyone they're they're starting to see what happens when you over expand yeah you know? when you grow too quick yeah. but you're but you're not set up yeah um, when you're like a quiz nose yeah. Yep, Quizos is a, is a prime example of that. Yeah, because yeah, they grew so fast. They grew really fast in the like mid oh hundreds. Mid oh hundreds, and yeah. now there's barely one around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was very unwise of them. See, I'm not. I'm not like that. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> you're not like Quizos. I'm... You're on the record saying I'm nothing like Quizos. I don't want you to think I'm like Quizos. I'm not that. <laughs> that is not me. Okay, so I got a question. Yeah. Um, why did you come to us? What yeah. are you looking oh, to do? Where are you looking to travel? Why? Well, listen, I'm, I've been feeling um, artistically uh, uh, stunted recently. Oh, I, no. I, I, um, you know, I've, I've been living in, I, I'm from Idaho. I've lived in Idaho most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, but I've not left the U.S. in my life, which feels like a huge mistake. As an artist, I need some inspiration. Yeah, yeah, get some other cultures uh, kind of, yeah. And I'm surprised someone coming from Idaho that you're doing food-based art and yet it's not potato carving. You know, that's already being done. There's nah. already there's already people doing that. There's nobody making gingerbread. You're kind of rebelling against the big potato art. So the big potato scene is oversaturated. Mm. Saturated yes, fats. Yes. <laughs> that was very good. 
funny. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I've been working on a little stand-up routine. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. Yeah, you were inspired by Mary Lou Flyshocker. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ever <laughs> since that episode, I've been writing, but, yeah. writing some jokes. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's unfortunate you didn't get um, booked to play at the Toronto Raptors halftime show because yeah, that would have left the U.S. Then you would have been in Canada. That I I think I would do well in Canada, but no, they... Mm, they good to know, <laughs> writing that down. <laughs> yes, also I, writing it down, yes. but bolding it and underlining oh, it and circling yes. it and putting stars by and it. I'm, and I'm putting it in italics, even though I'm handwriting it. I'm somehow, <laughs> after the fact, italicizing yes. that note. Um, no, they actually, for that, they, they asked my rival. Oh, so there is someone else who does it. Wait a well, minute. Well, no, not someone who does exactly what I do, but... Wait. There is a woman. Oh wow! Who makes um, interactive cakes? <laughs> interactive holiday cakes. Interactive cakes. Whoa! Wow! It's so, not what I do. Is this like an immersive sure. art thing, like a meow wolf type situation? Yes. As she makes large <laughs> cakes, and you you climb into them, you climb around them. They're Whoa. very large. Oh yeah, I and, heard about these reverse stripper cakes. Yes. You start naked. <laughs> Yes. You put on clothes and then enter the cake. Yeah. Yes, it's wow. I'm I I do not I do not like her. Whoa. I do not uh, appreciate her art form. I think it's uh, blasphemous, and I think it's um, I'm mad that she's uh, competing with me. Wow. They're gonna say alive. Wow. That yeah. was, uh, oh well. Uh, <laughs> that was sort of the subtext yeah. that I was picking up on. I mean, I'm not gonna say. What's this woman's name? Uh, uh, Claire McClacken. <laughs> Claire McClacken. Claire McClacken. Wow. Not a fan. Yeah, really close to former Missouri Senator Claire McCaskill. Wow. <laughs> really close. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, maybe it's the same person. Oh, that could be an alter ego. <laughs> That's That would be a fascinating thing Update. to find out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll look it up later. We'll We're not going to dive into it now at all. So, wow. Okay, so Claire McClacken scooped your Toronto gig. I Ooh. mean, I don't need it. I got other offers, but yeah, I, got uh, Indiana, yeah. I don't like to see her getting any anything good. Mm. And is this like a philosophical difference? Like you just believe cakes shouldn't be treated in this way? It's not a, a, a medium that should yeah. be used? I, I think cakes are for, for eating and mm. that's it. They should not be interactive and... Um, uh, she uh, she tells everybody she tells everybody her process. I, I disagree with that. She mm. she spills all her secrets. Oh yeah. So she has a close up camera on her process. She does. It's right <laughs> up in there. It goes in inside the cake. People love it. People love it. Okay. So so you must have requested that the Indiana Pacers did not do the close up because you didn't want people to get too close. I didn't okay. want people. I did. It was an intention. You just let one choice. person at a time when you kind of. When decided I they're worthy. Like yeah. And then yes. you say, go back to your section and describe it to every single person you're sitting around. Yes. If you want, if you mm -hmm. want, mm -hmm. you can keep it for yeah. yourself. Wow. So you sort of have a magician's approach. To, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. It is magical. I mean, I, I yeah. that clip, I sent it to you because it was so magical. Yeah, you I did. was like, this is the most magic I've seen on a basketball court since Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You've been writing stand up too? I've been doing a little bit of stand oh, yeah. I got a little inspired <laughs> myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you must like. I mean, I, I think 
now that you mentioned Claire McClacken, yeah. uh, that kind of sparks up. Because every now and then, late night, I'll watch like Food Network, whatever, and they have those like cake competitions oh, or like geez. these yeah. big fancy cakes with all this stuff that you could never possibly eat. Oh, like you must just, that must grind your gears to I, see that. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I try to distance myself as far as possible from, from your TV. From <laughs> it's on. my TV. It clouds uh, my spiritual channels Ooh. and uh, I, I don't. I'm not a fan. Well, the good news is around this time of the year, there are some, I think, gingerbread competitions, but they're not by professional architects, clearly. There's only one yeah. of you. Sure. So There's I guess only one. I, I know you you kind of take the magician approach and you don't really want to reveal your secrets, but I was going to ask, like, you know, for the layman out there that this holiday season, they just want to build some gingerbread houses, maybe mm. with the kids for fun. Sure. Do you have any tips or tidbits? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, the most important thing is uh, you got to spend time with your, your, your gingerbread, the, mm. the actual cracker the cookie yeah you gotta you can't just put it (laughs) wow you you see these people genie stood up in schools (laughs) her fist is whoa in the air you see these kids in class and they're just they're they're just sticking the gingerbread together with icing sticking some gumdrops on their colonic and no wow oh she has a knife yeah she has a knife she's foaming at the mouth (laughs) you spend three days minimum Three days minimum just laying with your gingerbread. Wow. You lay with it, you get intimate with it. Okay. Wow. Okay. We will, we will. <laughs> Be familiar with its smell, uh-huh. its texture. Yeah. The sound it you, makes when you crumble it, but don't crumble it too much. Your Idaho, your Idaho accent is coming out. Can now. you tell? Yeah. Can you tell I'm from Idaho. Yeah. The gingerbread doesn't go bad over those three <laughs> days of not being well, closed off or anything. I mean, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, sometimes you gotta make sacrifices. Yeah. I've, I've slept in a large uh, refrigerator before. <laughs> have you sealed yourself in plastic along with the gingerbread you, so it wouldn't dry out too hey, much? Hey, I have done that. You gotta, you gotta go to the furthest lengths. So in a way you almost are do do sort of a magic trick sort of in the um <laughs> what's his face? The uh, David Blaine David Blaine vein. Where you oh, David Blaine vein yeah. where you stay alive where there's wrapped in no plastic wrapped with in no plastic, air no air coming in or out for 3 days with your gingerbread. It's very much like magic a lot of crossover yeah. a lot of crossover. And I would imagine a lot of people are like that that's the magic that's the trick and they want to film that and you say yeah. no 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 this is part of my process. Yeah. Wait till you see or don't see me making it later. Oh exactly. Yeah. They try to come they want to they want to snoop on my process and i say no 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 this is a very sacred thing i need to do by myself alone in my plastic wow you and your gingerbread not completely alone yeah yes thank you yes okay yeah so So that's after you've gotten close with your gingerbread is there anything else (laughs) i mean after that you just kind of you just kind of go with it once once you have formed the correct relationship with the actual gingerbread cookie, uh-huh. then the rest, the spirit, just that it, it takes it from there, and it's just you're you're inspired, and mm-hmm. it just comes out. You're basically wow. a channel for the gingerbread gods at that point because you've right. gotten close enough, so you just let it be, let it happen, right. let it come out of you. Exactly, and if mm-hmm. you form the proper relationship ahead of time, it'll all come. Yeah, and I bet that fucking Claire McClacken just like oof. Buys she the does. mix from the store and just she throws it does. in a bowl and barely even fucks it. No, she doesn't. She barely. What? No. I mean, it's a, it's very intimate. Yeah. He's, he's not so far Wait, off. Did we, did we say there were sexual things Well, she said it was very intimate, and I don't. I mean, it can, that can be different for different people. I will neither confirm nor deny. Because I was going to ask earlier, what's your relationship with gingerbread men? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> this is a very, we're going down this road. This is a very different type of podcast. Yeah. Been, uh, this is after dark, it sounds like. <laughs> after dark. We can turn on after dark mode, DP. After dark. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to turn it on? Okay. After dark mode. Activated. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you would think I that would do that. like a sexy, like a, the saxophone. Or like, no, just like a mad, too an angry robot. Yeah. yeah. So now that all the kids are tuned out, sure. you can go into whatever details. Yeah, they were you want scared away, so now. You can... Yes. Well, um, I will not give away too much sure. because I think it's important, you know, to keep some of that intimacy right. between you and the the gingerbread gentleman. But um, <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I I I never feel more alive. Yeah. Than when I'm uh, alone or on a boat or uh, <laughs> e- e- having Sexy. an ice cream date with uh, my gin- my uh, gingerbread men. Yeah, um, several of them. There's they never. It's never. They're pretty polyamorous, pretty open, <laughs> pretty pretty yeah, uh, cool. sex positive. Yeah. I mean, most gingerbread men I've. Yeah. Yeah. And yet they kind of play hard to get. I've heard because they say, so, uh, "Run around as fast as you can. You can't catch me." Oh, sure. He, I'm the gingerbread man. He he knows he's a sweetie. He, yeah. he knows how good he tastes, and uh, yeah, he plays hard to get because he knows he can. Yeah. Okay, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Are we done with after dark mode? Yeah, because that got pretty raunchy. Because <laughs> yeah, that got that's, really uh, that's, raunchy. That's, that's as far as that I'm is going. definitely our raunchiest yeah. clip of the episode. Totally. End of the whole run of the show. Do not listen to any other episodes if you want that. <laughs> to be true. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, close off After Dark. So it's going to be After After Dark mode now, which is light mode. After After Dark, it's happy and it is safe. Kids, come back. And the kids are back. (laughs) And we're back to regular destination passport mode, which is very kid-friendly. That's our target demographic. Yeah, we're pretty kid-friendly. We rarely ever swear or talk about like weird (laughs) sex violence stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's good to know. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, golly, George, this is a lot of really helpful information. (laughs) Golly, George. Yeah. Uh, Do you know Santa Claus? (laughs) Uh, Yes. Whoa, Whoa. that was a shot in the dark. I mean, yeah, I don't like to, you know, I don't, I don't like to name drop. I'm, I'm not like. You just like gumdrops, not name drops. (laughs) Hey, Damon, we're gonna have a stand up. I love it. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I know him. He's cool. He's cool. Okay. How, how did you get to know him? You get through gingerbread related. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, he he heard the buzz about my work. He mm-hmm. saw some of my bigger performances, <laughs> yeah. the one you mentioned. And yeah, he's a big Pacers fan. He so. is what <laughs> Not I. Not a lot of people know that. Is what he tells me. Um, and so he flew me in. You know, he flew me in, and he just wanted to like you know shake my hand. He's a busy guy. He's got a wow. lot. Yeah, I mean, just year round busy guy. Did he um, fly you in on the sleigh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What was uh, it like? It was great. It was uh, uh, bumpy, a little <laughs> nauseating, but sure. overall a, good, a memorable experience. How many reindeer were leading that? Uh, just one. Wow. Just one really fast one for Whoa. this trip. Yeah. When he jets people in and out, special guests, you know. Yeah, because he, he doesn't have toys for every kid in the world on oh, board no, for no. those flights. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a like twenty-four hour flight. How long did it take? They're pretty fast, yeah? Yeah, just a couple minutes. Just wow. about five minutes. Damn. Speedy. Yeah. God damn. Which reindeer was it? Was uh, it Donner? Was it Dasher? Uh, he was a... Was it Blitzen? Was it Vixen? He, you know, he was a... Was less, it the other ones? Comet or Cupid? <laughs> he, he was a lesser known reindeer named uh, Gumdrop, actually, as it turns Aww. out. Which is, he let me pick. He was like, who yeah. would you like to mm. pick him up? And there was one that I never heard of. His name was Gumdrop. I was like, okay, he needs... 
Yeah. It's hard not, to, you know what's interesting right now? You're name dropping gumdrop. And you don't like name drops, but you like gumdrops. Uh, but you named like, that gumdrop. But I love to name drop gumdrop. And he needs he needs more. Uh, yeah. Nobody knows. I think so. Well, I think yeah. if you don't make it into that first song, you're, you're not yeah. going to be known. And yet, you know, I think I saw uh, he's sort of taking a Fonsworth Bentley arc. If you remember Fonsworth Bentley, who was like <laughs> P. Diddy, Puff Daddy's like personal assistant, who then had like his own music career. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glad you explained it. This is a reference. Yeah that everyone will love. Yeah. But yeah, Gumdrop seems to be, I saw on the cover of Rolling Stone. Oh, he's kind of like doing a bad boy thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't get the picture. It was Harry Styles, but he had one of the smaller headlines that was like, Gumdrop, the Fonsworth Bentley of reindeer. <laughs> oh, they, they said the Fonsworth Bentley? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Just because he got so much shine off of Carton U around that now it was like, he must be talented too if yeah. he's allowed anywhere near such a talented person. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to raise him up, give him some attention because He's a good guy. He's he he's mm. he's very fast. That's great. Yeah. And that's how you measure how good a guy is, how fast they are. I so mean, you the, think you think that Oscar, Pistor, Oscar Pistorius is a great guy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And gingerbread men, not to bring it back. I but was going to say. Fast. Yeah. Very fast. I okay. like. Okay. Yeah. And you you thought you were on the fence with O.J. Simpson because he used to be really fast, but he had been out of the game for a while. Was a lot older, so he wasn't as fast as he used to be. So you're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. My so like most started to dwindle. Yeah, yeah. Like most people, you're like, I used to like him but then something happened and yeah sure. now i wonder yeah. purely just a speed thing for yeah you. because wow. his speed dropped off yeah whoa well i think it's about that time of the night that uh, yeah. after, hey. Uh, hey, after dark hey. no no um that we uh start pitching so what we're gonna do is we're gonna pitch some vacation ideas yeah. to you um and then you'll just kind of pick which one is kind of uh hitting you in the right spot you know mm -hmm. oh, getting that, that that vibe that you like I love spiritual that. energy flow yeah oh, the spiritual yeah. g spot that we're trying to hit with all of our clients yeah, yeah. <laughs> after dark after dark after oh dark? sorry sorry yeah. okay, after dark, okay. After dark okay. go away it's after dark this is yucky <laughs> and then we're closing and then again. spiritual g spot and then close it again yay we're back everything's safe you're welcome okay yeah uh, uh, do i just pick one I just have to pick one. Well, actually, we've well. had we have had one of our clients pick both. It depends on what your budget is. All right, is, you know? depends your on budget, your budget. schedule, all of that. Yeah. yeah, and really, whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Um, so, Keith, you want to go first? You got any ideas? Yeah, I do have an idea. Um, mm. So, I was thinking we would send you up to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Whoa. Oh my gosh, I love those Canadians. Oh, that is a tempting one. Yeah, and mm. what you'll do up in Vancouver, there is, you know, it's tis the season. Yep. Yeah. And so, of course, Vancouver is home to one of the sexiest male dance troops in the world, the Gingerbread Men. Oh, oh my gosh. It's sort of a magic what, mic. What, what, what? Kind of a magic mic situation. Oh, wow. Except it's magic gingerbread men mm -hmm. who are doing and their sexy dancing? dances. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, Boy. just the, these gingerbread men are cut, or at least the frosting is arranged in a way that it looks yeah. like they're really. And they were literally cut out of. They were literally cut shape. out of a sheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Of gingerbread. Yeah. So they are very literally cut in that way. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the frosting is arranged, you know, the design is such that they all have six pack abs. Yeah. Rippling oh biceps, yep. quads, traps, delts. Very yeah. evenly round heads. Yes. They decorate the back of the gingerbread cookie so you can get the traps and all <laughs> the back muscles and stuff. Yep. It's fucking hot. And we should tell you, before we get too far into the pitches, we try every single package, every single vacation that we recommend. Yep. You've already done We've already this. done it ourselves. So when That's uh, how we know just how sexy these God, little gingerbread men damn, are. Damn, these gingerbread men wow. are hot. Oh, 
boy. I mean, they're hot fresh out of the oven, and they're hot sexually. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't mean to go after duck, even though we're after yeah, we're duck. Yeah, we're dipping but, uh, back we're in. Dipping we're dipping back just, in. Yeah. We're just dipping oh, in. Oh, and, and the out. way that they dip when they're doing a the little lap dance, it kind of dip, and you get a little sniff of that gingerbread. Oh, baby. <laughs> I never thought I was attracted to gingerbread men before. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty straight humans only guy sure. <laughs> flesh and blood yeah. corporeal sexual as you might say yeah but uh god deal yeah yeah i mean i, I can't blame you Ooh. any thoughts on that real quick well, questions uh, i mean how how soon can i get there oh <laughs> i'm feeling pretty uh, good about this sounds uh, like i better yeah. come up with a good pitch yeah i'm curious to hear what you have because that seems hard to follow okay I mean, well um, let's let's dive into it and let's see and then we can kind of yeah and real quick and i i was trying to think of a uh, um what one of the gingerbread men's names is because it's a gingerbread cookie that does my, magic mice Mike dancing. Yeah. Chewing Tatum. All right, go ahead, Damon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. while I'm talking, you can maybe try and think of I can maybe think of it. I can beat that. I bet I can beat that. Remember more. I bet I can, beat, I bet remember I can beat, I bet I can rem- beat that by remembering it more accurately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. You've been to the North Pole, it sounds like. I have, yeah. How about the South Pole? Oh. Well. Let's well. go down to the South Pole. Yeah. Well, A lot of people shoot. talk about the North Pole, Christmas, but... South Pole doesn't get a lot of love, so I'm thinking we send you there. And one of the main reasons I'm thinking we send you there, not a lot of people know this, the original gingerbread man lives there. This man is 30 feet tall. He's basically where all of the other gingerbread comes from. He's Uh he's kind of like torn off from there and grows from him. So he basically sits in a tree, kind of like a wise old man. He's kind of the original gingerbread, kind of came down from God. So I'm thinking you can go there, do kind of like a a spiritual sort of backpacking trip to go find him. And then when you find him, I think you guys will connect in a way uh, even more, I don't want to say intimately in a sexual way, but intimately in a spiritual way than you've ever connected with any gingerbread man in your life. And I didn't just come up with this because I found out how <laughs> stoked she was about your gingerbread men. <laughs> yeah, you had and wanted to literally up. one up by by just making a bigger one. Yeah. This is a real thing. And I'm not going to lie, this guy isn't cut because he wasn't cut out of a pan because he's the original one. Yeah. And he's not cut because nobody's put icing on him. Yeah, he's bare. He's just kind of bare. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, means it's a little bit more open to interpretation as far as how he's feeling, what he looks like, all these sorts of things, what he's saying to you. Um, Yeah, but I mean, this is why, and you probably know this, but this is why uh, the famous explorer Ernest Shackleton went on that Antarctic expedition to find the source of the gingerbread. Yeah. And And that's why we've had gingerbread ever since. Yep, we've had gingerbread ever since because he found the original and then we've basically baked it from there. Yeah, we kind of have a deal going with him. Yeah. 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 We've got a little excursion set up and we've got a deal going with him. So that is an excursion package option as well. What are you thinking? I am blown away and so (laughs) impressed that you know your history of the origin of gingerbread. And uh, so you, you met, you met him. Yeah, we both, we've both done it. So we both met him. We both met him. Yeah. Jeremy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, you know the origin as well. Yeah. I, I know, but I've never thought of going there. Um, Kind of like your pilgrimage. It's it would be a pilgrimage. That's yeah. a very good it's idea. Sort of your mecca. Yeah, mm. kind of. Um, whew, and the opportunity to give him a little decorating. I mean, oh, oh yeah, he has been waiting. Like people have said, like, may I decorate you? And he's like, he senses right. they're whether kind they're of worthy or not. Whether right. they're worthy, and he's like, I'm not sorry, ready. but 
you are not the one. He's mm-hmm. very she's, particular. Yeah, yeah. He kind of like I think he kind of wants to set up like a bachelor type of show out of it. I think is his goal. Like you are not the he's one. He's a bit of a showbiz guy, <laughs> and that might be good for you because I know that like you know competing with uh, Claire McClacken, she's on TV all the time. She's probably getting her own cake baking show. I, I heard when you tried the pilot of your gingerbread show, they got so frustrated that the shots were so wide <laughs> and so far away. And they said, "Please, please, can we please, get some close-ups? Can we, can we cut to a, they a close-up? Didn't understand? They didn't understand the process at all." They didn't understand. They're like, how are people going to enjoy this if they can't see it? It's like, they can talk to me. I enjoyed yeah, that, exactly. that halftime show. Yeah, so maybe you guys could talk about getting like a little reality TV show together, kind of yeah. like The Bachelor, but then yeah, obviously yeah. knowing that you would be the one that wins yeah. in the end. Right, sure. That would be the outcome. Wow, that is... Um... But keep in mind... That, sexy. That we got the sexy gingerbread up in, in Vancouver and chewing Tate Yum. It's a little bit of a, uh, I, I remember it a little bit more clearly. Um, yes. He's just as open as the gingerbread men that you have uh, established a relationship with. And he's probably going to be one of the hottest gingerbread men you've ever seen. Because, you know, for me. He yeah. was. He was for you. Had at me least. questioning my whole damn shit. And I know we're, we're, we're kind of trying to make it almost sound like we're like, huh, don't, don't forget mine. Don't forget mine. Yeah, this is not a competition. We're not a competition. We don't we're not competing right. at all. Right. We, we barely even keep track. We do know exactly how many we've each one in quotes, not winning, sure. but, um, but, but f- p- pick whatever. Yeah, do not suits you. let the fact that you clearly like me more than Damon <laughs> influence your decision at yeah. all. I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest, my instinct was to, um, propose that I go up to Vancouver, mm-hmm. recruit these gingerbread men oh. to come with me down to the South Pole because wow. it's a long trek and I've only uh, I've never traveled outside the US I need some help I need some companionship yeah. for the long journey and, and of course we count the North Pole as the US that is America Santa Claus is American <laughs> <laughs> We all know. Right, 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 that right, right, right. Is, um, Yeah, that's yeah. on a different level. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's a part of I consider that a part of the U.S. Yes. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. yeah. I think legally everyone does. I think yeah. legally everyone does and should. Right, yeah. right. But, yeah. wow, so you're, so you're talking about sort of a recruiting them in, into almost an Avengers situation, you yes. know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly yeah. that situation. Except you're not, you're not going to fight anyone. You're, you're going not going to, to fight anyone. No, but, we're yeah. going on a spiritual pilgrimage, and I, I may need some uh, assistance along the way. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like scouting, right? Like you're yeah. saying, like helping you figure yeah, out where to go. Yeah, but the way she sort of bit her lip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, I, I just can't help myself. Yeah. I just... <laughs> hey, look, I don't blame you again. We, we've been talking about Gingerbread Man and dancing Gingerbread Man far too long. Yeah. I mean... Fast, fast individuals. We went up to see their original show, The Gingerbread Men, and then even... We weren't even scouting anything because we were already selling this package. We didn't need to do it. We went up totally just for ourselves yeah. to see their follow-up, Gingerbread Men XXL, <laughs> and it was even hotter. So I don't blame you. I don't blame you for yeah. getting a little... Yeah, like... Uh, Thinking a little bit far ahead. These guys you know? are delicious. Yeah. Tasty, yes. They are, and they know it. They know it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's great. She chose both. Wow. Which is always the best outcome. That's always great. Yeah. So. And you have money, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm very rich. Good. Oh, yeah. That's very all we need to check. Very rich. <laughs> off my gingerbread creation. Yeah, because I, I bet some of the, the lonely old people that you're doing a lot of your performances and, and building a lot of your gingerbread house for are have expendable income. Sure, lots, lots. Yeah. They have yeah. expendable income, and they're probably not all together with it to even check and see how much you charge them. Yeah, 
Yeah, they don't know sometimes. <laughs> they don't know. But I can I can feel that they approve of the whole situation. Wow. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you feel that they approve. I just feel that I have their <laughs> approval That's, and I run yeah. with it. I mean, we're not lawyers. Neither are we psychologists or, or anything else. Yeah. We're travel agents. But... Legally, as long as you feel like they're probably okay with it, they're probably okay. I mean, I've been trained on intuition. That's how I operate. And that's my intuition is, yeah. Well, we can't thank you and your intuition enough for coming to us here today, trusting us with your travel needs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm so excited to get get you going. We're going to, as soon as we're done recording, we'll hit the ground running on on putting this trip together, getting up there in Vancouver, finding out a great way to get you down to the South Pole with your new friends. Yeah. And wow, I think it's going to be a, a spiritually fulfilling trip for you and also probably fulfilling in a couple other ways. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> like all your belly will ways. be full. Yeah, yeah very full yeah. of gingerbread. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Keith and Damon. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I, I appreciate you talking to me. Thank you, Jeannie. And can we just check? Yeah. We, we don't always ask this. Yeah. Would you consider us to be friends? Oh, well, gee, I, I don't normally accept friends so easily. But yes, I, yeah. I, I, I have that intuition about us that we'll be good friends, oh. good fast friends. We, nice. have to, we have to open up Baseball Corner really quick. Yeah. Opening Baseball Corner, still batting 100. Oh, yeah, baby. baby. Ah, that was the best hit I've ever seen in my life. Oh. It's a double. Oh, I think I'm going to pass the fuck out. Oh. Uh, and we're closing baseball closing corner, baseball and that corner. was a reference to a much earlier episode. <laughs> Listen through; there's a lot of canon. It's very enjoyable. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. We're so excited for you. Uh, we're gonna take a quick short little break, <laughs> and then we're gonna wrap up this episode of Destination, Destination Passport. Passport. See you soon. And we're back to Destination Passport. If you're scared, don't worry. I was too. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd uh, be a little spooky because it's the holiday season. It is the holiday season, so any holiday will work. Well, yeah. I think we're going to keep hop, hop, hopping along. I'm not, I don't know. I'm trying to make an Easter reference. Yeah, yeah it's a holiday season being um, time. Time is, time is continuing. We're in a year. The calendar keeps going. Uh-huh. And as long as it is a day, then you can travel. <laughs> then you can travel because the best time to travel is every time. Is every time. That's baby. what we say at the end of the show. Now it took us twelve episodes to find a good sign. <laughs> yeah, and we better remember it because. So we that's still a little preview for about, you know, depending on how disciplined we are, ten to thirty minutes from now. <laughs> X number of minutes from now. Well, Golly George, Golly, golly Josh, what a great guest jo- we had this yeah. week. Goshy Joshy. Yeah, Jeannie McQueen. Jeannie McQueen. Very talented, very uh, mysterious, you know? Yeah. She kind of let us peek behind the curtain a little bit more than I think other I people have gotten. I was surprised, yeah. You know? Now, I just now thought of this. We didn't get to ask her, but you think there's any relation to Lightning McQueen? You know, I, I saw a striking resemblance. <laughs> uh, she was sort of car-shaped. <laughs> um, the windshield was her eyes. She did mention uh, um, uh, thinking that fast people were more high quality that, people. That's the thing that really made mm-hmm. me think, like, huh? That's uh, that seems like lightning. Yeah, you know? that's that, a lightning that, move to me. Yeah, so I don't know if the real Lightning McQueen, like, um, you know, I, and by real we mean animated cartoon. Yeah, it's an animated car. cartoon from a children's cartoon movie <laughs> series. Um, but I don't know if that, you know, drawing basically that computer drawing. Um, 
had sex with a human woman and produced Jeannie McQueen. You know, who knows? Ooh, who knows? Maybe we'll have to have her back on yeah, and I, ask yeah. her that. I mean, uh, it would be lovely to hear, uh, you know, have any of our previous clients back on to get a little bit of a, see a before and after, you know, because that, we're really trying to change lives with these trips. You yeah, know? yeah. It's fun that you say it would be good for us to do that, but we haven't done it. Um, yeah. So maybe we will. Maybe someday. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for other episodes where that might happen. Stay tuned for every episode ever in the future. Don't leave your phone or however you listen to this. If you listen to more than five seconds of this show, and I, I, we haven't brought this up before, you are contractually obligated to listen to the yeah. entirety of the run. Yeah. Yeah. Legally, you um, uh, agreed to that. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. We yeah. Just, yeah. We're not going to explain how because that will kind of... You know, I, pulling the curtain back. Yeah, like Jeannie, Jeannie exactly. said, like you can't ex, you can't reveal every secret, or else it's not a secret anymore. So exactly how we trapped you in this legal quagmire, we'll never say. But um, but if you listen to earlier episodes, you know that we we got into lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> we got into lawyers. <laughs> we got into lawyers. We started to learn that they're quite valuable, and we yeah. used them. Yeah, as soon as we found out that when you are sued, it's good to have a lawyer to like kind of <laughs> defend you. Defend you. Um, we've really uh, we've really. We've been in a fa uh, fast study. Yeah. Know? And we've talked about how we've sued other potential travel um, podcasts into the ground as well, I think. Yeah, sued them deep into the ground, six feet under. <laughs> yeah. The other travel podcasts are dead. But hey, you know what? Uh, it's uh, just about the end of the episode, which is when we like yep. to do our tip of the week and what to watch out for. And I think we're going to start with the tip of the week. Tippity, tippity, tip. Wait, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this pre-recorded yeah, track yeah, because yeah. we decided that we're gonna improvise one of these. Yeah. So let's just completely We thought that might be fun. Let's yeah. just completely make up an intro here, an intro song. Just totally off the top of our head. Yeah, for this yeah. uh tip of the week segment. We were like, it's 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 awesome to have these polished, clearly pre-recorded, like mixed and everything, like these jingles that like Rick Rubin and David Byrne, these like icons of music history have done for us. Yep. But we thought, yeah, why not just fuck around? <laughs> Score triple double musically and try improvising for once. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and launch into it. So I'll, I'll I'll say the segment name and then and then we'll just improvise. All right. Okay. So we're gonna launch into the tip of the week. Tip of the week. I can't believe we came up with that. I mean, I was feeling it in the moment, and wow. I think you were too. Man, that's mad. Now that's magic. Yeah, you talk about magic. Magic's just in the air. I mean, it's it's the magical season, isn't it? <laughs> the most uh, magical time of all, which is all time, because it is always the holiday season. Exactly. It's always exactly. calendar. It's always. <laughs> so, a great segue to my tip of the week, because guess mm -hmm. what? It has to do with the holiday season a okay. tidbit. So, you know how sledding's a popular thing? <laughs> Do I ever? Do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just checking because you just asked the question back to me, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I do. It's, uh, yeah, kids love it. Okay, great. Kids and adults, maybe. Yeah, well. Because that's my tip of the week. Get the whole family on one sled. Get this. It can turn into a mini vacation. Whoa. Find a big enough hill to where you guys can just keep going. Hopefully, you pack some, some bags, right? A little yeah. backpack. On the back of it, you need a big sled for this. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, like our previous uh, tip, 
Um, you'll probably want to have one of the many hotel luggage carts that yeah. you collected from your travels hitched to the back to carry that stuff for you. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't even want to get into that, but Keith, thank you so much. Um, so you were too scared to? I was frightened. <laughs> I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> but now you're glad that you did. And I'm no longer shaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the tip of the week is get the whole family, get the luggage cart, and make literally a trip out of your next sleigh ride. Mm. So what you want to do is find, again, a very big hill. You have your whole family on there. Um, and then you just, once you get to the bottom of the hill... Everybody push with their feet. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing until you find a new hill. And you're going to want to do that until you're miles away from home. And then uh, you're in a new spot. And that, what do we call that again? Uh, a vacation. A vacation. So that's yeah. my tip of the week is uh, use your sledding time as vacation time, travel time, yeah. baby. I mean, if you're top of the hill, it, you know, if you live in that mansion at the top of the hill, <laughs> like in Sandra Tartasas' hometown, uh-huh. nothing like a vacation to the bottom of it to just see what, what life is like on the other side of the hill, other side being down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to learn different cultures, right? So yeah. whether you're a top of the hill kind of guy or a bottom of the hill kind of guy, you yeah. got to learn different cultures. So travel, travel, travel. And if you're on a sled, guess what? That's a mode of transportation. Use it to your advantage. <laughs> yep. hey, use it to your advantage. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. Just use that to your advantage. Yeah. Wow. What a great tip of the week. You think so? Honestly? You're honestly, being honest? I'm being 100% dead fucking serious. I love that we've only been 100% dead fucking serious <laughs> with each other ever. And I appreciate that. You, and that is why our friendship and business partnership works out so well. That's probably why our other relationships don't work out as well, because we are the opposite ah, in we many use, ways. We use all of our dead seriousness and honesty <laughs> on each other. Yeah, and uh, then we really just... Uh, shit yeah. the bed everywhere else. You know, I realized I mm. this will be the first time when I say it in just moments... <laughs> okay, I'm excited. ...that I will have said Jennifer Product's name uh, in many episodes. Can wow. you believe that? I feel like... Wow, that, that's like a blast from the past. And that's my yeah. sister, and I just saw her yesterday, but still, <laughs> yeah, that's like it, a blast from the past. Yeah, your family dinner. <laughs> my family dinner. So for those of you who don't know, that is my sister and Keith's uh, ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, there's a long storied history there. Listen to earlier episodes if you want to get caught up on that. Yeah, which you are contractually bound to do. And, yeah. yeah, and we'll so by that, out. I mean just listen to them sooner. You, you have to at some point. You have to, so you so might as well. Might as well do it sooner than later. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't say it a couple more times. I almost feel like she might appear. <laughs> You say it three times into a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a Beetlejuice type, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I loved about her. Yeah. You know? So I'm glad that you loved my tip of the week. I think there's one more segment that we want to do before we close out. Oh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it's what to watch out for. What you watching out for? It's what to look out for. It's what to watch out for. It's what to look out for slash what to watch out for. What does it mean to look out for something? What does it mean to watch, look, be aware? I am human. What to watch out for? Wow, we improvised <laughs> that one as well. Yeah, we didn't even talk about doing that beforehand. We just launched right into a totally improvised jingle. And you know, that's what improv is. You don't even plan it before you do it. Wow. You don't talk about how you're going to improvise. You just do it. When you think about it, there truly is... Improv everywhere. Mm. When you think about it, follow the fear. Mm. When you think about it, life, it's a herald. <laughs> when you think about it, don't think twice. Yeah. 
And uh, we've never done improv. We just happen to know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> we've just read those terms lately because we wanted to research improvising this. Yeah. So if improv is anything, it's heavy research <laughs> and planning. Wait yeah. a minute. The boy. The doy. The doisters. Um, <laughs> Did we mess that up? <laughs> okay. What to watch out for? What to watch out for? Or look out um, for. It changes names every week. I think. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so it's what to watch out for. Look out for and. What I want people to watch out for is Bad Santas. <gasps> like the movie? Like the movie. But the movie, it was uh, yeah, charmingly bad. There's some really bad Santas out there. Oof. We're um, talking uh, mall Santas. Yeah, we're talking mall Santas primarily. And not, not the real guy that a genie was honored to meet in North Pole, USA. Clearly not, because he doesn't have a bad bone or skin no. segment on him. He, all he's got is jolly jelly in his <laughs> belly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are some, you know, yeah. there are some bad mall Santas oh, out there. No. Uh, yeah. Have you the, run into one of them? Yeah. Oh, what did he do? Yeah. Did you well, sit on his lap? I sat on his lap, and the first thing he said is, like, you're an adult. <laughs> what a bad uh, Santa. What a bad Santa. <laughs> Not being inclusive, you know? I was like, okay, well, I still want stuff for Christmas. Right. I was like, okay, but you know I'm not real. I was like, yeah, but how else am I going to get it to the real Santa? You guys work under the real Santa, right? And he's like, right. what? It's I like work- a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I work for JCPenney. Like, what are you talking about? Who do you think JCPenney reports to? Yeah, J- Bad Santa. yeah. Like, there's a chain of command, and uh, you're, you just happen to be at the bottom of it. So when you were saying watch out for bad Santas, mm-hmm. you just meant like not good at their job Santas. Yeah, but also predatory. Sometimes oh. some of them are predatory. <laughs> uh, but in this case, I was more, I, I just felt bad. I felt left out. Yeah. I felt uh, ex- excluded. Um, not what you want judged. during the holiday season. I don't want to be judged oh. by a Santa. No. You know, I want to. I because... <laughs> We know the original Santa doesn't do any of that. His naughty and nice <laughs> he doesn't, list. He doesn't divide by any sort of arbitrary <laughs> measure or anything very like subjective. that. Very subjective. Yeah, he doesn't very explicitly leave out children if they don't achieve an undefined, <laughs> like, pretty <laughs> fluid marker for what constitutes. Because there are some shitty-ass kids that I see riding around new bikes. Yeah. The day after Christmas, a boxing day. You got these shitty-ass kids riding around on their brand-new sp- And I know for a fact that that kid over there egged my fucking house. Yeah, yeah. All you're thinking is, that could not have been off the naughty list. No. <laughs> that was a one fun way to say it. Yeah. That kid could not have been off the naughty list. He had to be on it. Yeah, so that's why I started LapTrap.com. Um, and say that again. LapTrap.com. Lap. Laptrap.com. Uh, it's where you want to avoid being trapped on a bad lap. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh-huh. you know how news, uh, news anchors uh, on Christmas Eve, they have the, the Santa tracker. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but leading up like to that. Christmas, it's you have a tracker. Like it's kind of that really funny thing, that, that really fun, funny, uh, cute, like quirky thing that we do where we have the United States military track Santa through the sky, sort of demonstrating how we know where you are at all times. Wow. The entire military, industrial, and intelligence apparatus has you in their crosshairs at any given moment. Um, Just showing our power. Power by just saying, show, even magical it's beings, just we got you. Yeah, it's a we big old flex. Like, mm-hmm. we are above everyone, including Santa, who is an extension of God just like us. <laughs> um, it basically, and I just love that. I love how we normalize that for kids. It's, it's so good. Like, kids are like, yay, NORAD. I like, like it's, it's awesome that kids know what NORAD is. Yeah, and we put the little, like, target tracker on him. Like, we've got him locked in if, yeah. we, if we needed to take if, him out. Hey, hey, just, you know, I have the shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
just give me the you know give me the word give me the word and i will take this shot you yeah. know if, if santa is deemed to be a threat i will snipe his ass so the real santa is not but some of these bad santas some of these bad santas are a threat to make you feel bad for being an adult sitting on a mall santa's <laughs> so lap about, check out laptrack.com Lap- laptrack.com <laughs> well lap trap Oh, I am so sorry. I thought you were saying you were going to track them. Lap track is almost better, but what I really <laughs> like is just making it be, uh, it is a, a tool that you can use to make sure you don't get trapped on a bad lap. Oh. Yeah, so it's laptrap.com, and the, the kind of the tagline is, don't get trapped on a bad lap. <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of like ratemyprofessor.com um, or those sites oh. where you'd sort of uh, uh, crowdsourced like user information mm-hmm, and so it's like mm-hmm. just people kind of saying like hey you know i just sat on the lap of the santa at uh, the macy's in deerfield illinois mm-hmm. he was great didn't care that i was grown up <laughs> didn't bat an eye was totally fine let that me I was whisper in his ear it was fine yeah let me whisper and giggle and he didn't mind that my face was sticky from eating candy canes <laughs> and he knew that because i pressed my face up yeah, against him gave him a big smooch he didn't care he was fine <laughs> or you'll get like a bad review you're like oh i just sat on a mall santa's lap in albuquerque new mexico and he said you are 50 years old you are not allowed to do you have a child with you this is uh, you know kind of making you feel like you're in the wrong for yeah. being a childless 50 year old yeah. man in and he line said, for stop, santa stop kissing me stop pressing stop. your cheek, cheek against <laughs> you're mine. so you like complaining about how sticky a candy cane face was <laughs> so he's got a bad review <laughs> he's got a bad review yeah he's got like that guy's got like 0.5 candy canes. Oh, you do it on candy canes. On a candy cane scale, yeah. (laughs) And it's a seven candy cane scale, which people are like, that's not really a usual number, but it's, I really worked hard on this scale to just Mm. make sure that, you know, I did a lot of the math. Is like here is the distribution of Santas, the distribution uh-huh. of laps, if you will. Yeah. Here's how many are traps. Here's how many are sort of like could have been better, but at least he didn't, you know, like point and say, "Look at this grown up trying to sit on Santa's yeah. lap." And then you have the, you know, you have the seven candy caners. And from your research, did you find that the number of Santas and the number of laps did, were those equal to each other? <laughs> <laughs> were those one to one? There's one Santa who doesn't have a lap, um, <laughs> so he's not on lap trap. He's not on laptop. He's, he's evading the he's system. He's evading the system, and he's, <laughs> que- you know, it's it's questionable. I've heard good things. I've heard bad things. This is, of course, a Santa up in, uh, he he's in an RAI up in Bellingham, Washington. <laughs> um, they have a little Santa yeah. thing, and he's sort of an outdoorsy Santa. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't have a lap. He was, uh, yeah, he got into a pretty bad uh, sledding accident, actually. Mm-hmm. Lap got lopped clean off. <laughs> He had a lopped lap. There's, lap. You know, there's that, that's, you know, that's all. It happens. It's out yeah. there. Watch out for the lopped laps. Watch out for those lopped laps. Yeah. If you if you find a Santa with another Santa without a lap, just report it to. Please the Please report them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to have that data. Yeah. So again, that's laptrap.com. I'm also going to really quickly buy the URL for <laughs> laptrack.com. Might have one redirect to the other. We'll do some A/B testing. See how that yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Do some split testing. But yeah, laptrap laptrap.com. <laughs> To find out who the good Santas are and who the bad Santas are. Which Santas are in between. Such a wonderful what to watch out for. Thanks. I was almost going to say tip, but I can't call it a tip. I had the tip. Yeah, you had the tip, and I had what to watch out for, which is completely (laughs) different than a tip. (laughs) And we make sure to distinguish. So what to watch out for is the website. Yeah, what to watch out for. And and also watch out for those bad Santas and those those lapless Santas. Santas And And the website is just a tool to help you watch out yeah, for them. Yeah, a tool to, to let you know which Santas are tools. Yeah, not, ooh, not a tip, but a tool. Not a tip, you. but a tool. A tool tip. 
And not the tip of a tool either. <laughs> All right, we have to talk again. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that about does it for this that episode. Anything else it. you wanted to cover there, Keith? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Well, thank I'm you. satisfied and fulfilled by thank this episode. You. Fulfilled by the gingerbread men. Mm-hmm. Thank you again to our <laughs> lovely guests. Thank you again to everyone for yeah. listening. We very much appreciate you, and we very much appreciate you sending in this mail. Yeah, we're going to keep going through this mail bag. <laughs> Every week we're going to run week. this bit to the ground. Every week we're going to waste a few minutes doing that bit. Um, <laughs> that does not heighten or change in any way. That only maybe a few people remember or get or yeah. like. yeah. Uh, but we're going to keep doing That's it. That's so. our promise to you, the listener, yep. that we will read all of your mail. Even, exactly. <laughs> even if it all, is all in the same psychotic handwriting. Yep. And even if it ruins our podcast and runs yeah. it to the ground, that's our dedication. That's to our you. dedication. That's how dedicated we are. So, uh, hey, come back next week. Yeah. We'll have another lovely client. It'll be even closer to Chrissy Ooh-hoo. Miss. So we'll see who we have on. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you've sat on some good laps by then. Yeah. We'll have a lap update. How about that? <laughs> yeah. We'll have a lap, lap update. update. Um, but yeah, anything? I think we're good. <laughs> you keep trying to end the show, and I'm not stopping you, Damon. I'm not stopping you from ending the show. Keith, I don't want to end it. It just makes me sad. Will you do it for me? Okay, fine. Please. Well, for all of us here at Bird Travel, and I'm on his lap right now, just so you guys are aware. Lap. I've got a good lap. I'm on there. I've done a little bit of freelance uh, mall santaing myself. So my cheek is up uh, against his right now. Please, very will you, sticky. Will very you sticky. End smells the of show peppermint. For me, please. <laughs> okay, little boy. <laughs> I'm going to give you a seven candy cane review. Ah, oh, thanks. Well, for all of us here at uh, Bird Product Travel Agency, I've been I've been Keith Bird. I've been Damon Product. And uh, <laughs> now I don't want to end it. <laughs> and the only time to travel is every, every time. time. <laughs> Bye.